You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Let me just say this, and I said it, and I said modestly. I, I, I literally now at 12 o'clock um, released an opinion piece, my views uh, on News 24. So I'm just putting it out there. So, so I, I have views about it. Look, um, I think the way we can describe South Africa's position on this has been, has been nothing short of, of bold, courageous. Um, uh, leading from the front, setting an example, and almost um, restoring um, the non-aligned position, especially when it didn't only encourage the ICC um, uh, to look at to the beha- at the behavior of of Israel. But when to the extent of saying, look at the behavior of Hamas uh, as well. But it's been unprecedented. In the piece, just shortly, uh, Sakina, in the piece, uh, while I was busy writing the piece, I said it's going to be, I was busy typing, and I said, um, it's a matter of days when we will see that a brave country or two um, will call for Um, for um, indictments or investigations of crimes against humanity, against uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu in particular. Um, and, you know, before I could stand of the peace that evening, South Africa broke the news that, that it reported the matter to the ICC. So, so certainly absolutely courageous. And, of course, yeah, there will be political fallout with Israel in particular and others. Um, but uh, uh, radical, um, revolutionary. So speaking of, you know, uh, the fallout that may ensue from this uh, South Africa, of course, this afternoon, uh, the National Assembly will be debating a motion as to uh, whether to uh, sever ties with Israel and, of course, the possible removal of uh, the Israeli ambassador and the embassy from Pretoria. What is your take on that? And and, and also, if you could elaborate, uh, Professor Landsberg, on uh, how this is likely to impact on South Africa uh, on the geopolitical landscape, given that we seem to already have uh, ticked off some uh, big uh, powers given our stance on Russia and Ukraine? Let, 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 me, just, let me just make a point about um, uh, big powers uh, and how we, you know, may have already ticked them off, even with this move. My piece is actually about the changing... Um, Tide and mood in world affairs over what Israel is doing uh, in Palestine, which is nothing short of planned genocide. I subscribe to that view, um, and and I back it up with statements from from the Knesset and uh, from from the office of of the Prime Minister and the Prime Minister. Let me just say something interesting about that. Um, I think part of his ferociousness, um, there's this doctrine 
associated with uh, Netanyahu called the, the Hannibal um, Doctrine, basically meaning that we're going into a war and we're going to finish the job and we don't stop. And if you look at their statements towards the UN Security Council, for example, they couldn't care. Um, they couldn't care in the least. Um, but what I'm arguing in the piece is that um, there's a groundswell of opinion, and I predict that even in Western capitals, and I name three in particular, Washington, uh, Paris, and London, because also the three that were quick after the 7th of October to go and declare not just their allegiance and alliance, but open friendship to uh, President Netanyahu and, and, and literally gave him what I call in the piece a blank check, a, a, a the green light to do what, what he's doing. But I don't think they expected him to go to the extent that he is. And what I want to say to you about being ticked off and being... Uh, off by South Africa, some of these powers, they themselves are actually becoming isolated even um, by their own publics. So there's a real sway in geopolitics in the world. And here's an interesting uh, comparison I want to draw for you just finally. Whereas the, the G7 and NATO always glowingly said that instead of dividing them Putin united them with, with his invasion and incursion into Ukraine, Israel is going to have the opposite effect. There will be divisions amongst Western countries. There will be divisions within parties. Look what happened in Britain yesterday when six members of the uh, Labour Party uh, resigned from the party. Uh, look what happened in Washington. Unprecedented. 400 serving members of USAID, the State Department, Department of Defense, the White House, openly said to their president, we don't agree with uh, our policy. And here's the prediction I make in the piece I want to make to our callers today. I predict you that within the next seven to ten days, even America will be in favor of um, of a ceasefire at the very least. So we'll go beyond this um, almost comical but dangerous notion of four-hour humanitarian breaks and pauses. Professor Landsberg, so um, I wanted to just finally ask you about the sort of implications that South Africa could face, uh, given that they've uh, the ANC has indicated they will be voting with the EFF uh, in uh, Parliament this afternoon in the National Assembly in that uh, motion um, uh, in the name of Julius Malema for the removal of the Israeli embassy and suspension of relations between South Africa and Israel. Yeah, and remember, it's the EFF that... that that asked for the motion or drafted the motion, right? So if you have the ANC and the EFF together, chances are that the ambassador will be expelled. So just briefly, in diplomatic terms, Akina, um, you, you, you've got three types of ways of dealing with an ambassador that you're not happy with. What we did with the American ambassador, as well as with the Israeli ambassador, the Dimash, you call that, that head of mission in, you express your utter displeasure, that could be followed by expulsion, and that's what this afternoon is. You're effectively cutting ties with that country 
if you expel and expect, of course, retaliation, but South Africa has already recalled all its, um, all its envoys. From Israel, the worst is to declare an ambassador a persona non grata. But to come to your key question, because I'm sure you press for time, uh, it seems to me that there are domestic and, and international implications that South Africa should be on the lookout here for. And, and I'm saying this, uh, if you're going to be so bold and, 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 and South Africa is really, I mean, that piece in the Sunday Times by the minister was so well written, referenced, argued. Uh, it's, it's, it's a strong statement, probably one of the strongest in the world uh, thus far on Israel. So let me start with the domestic one because I think that's important. The Jewish Board, the Jewish board of Deputies have already openly disagreed with the South African government over this. So they'll even they might even be, you know, threats of encouraging disinvestments from South Africa. Uh, but but there's there's gonna be there's gonna be a fallout be, between the Jewish board of deputies who speak on behalf of many Jews, but they're certainly not representative of the Jewish community in South Africa. There are many Jewish progressive South Africans who support the decisions of South Africa. So there's there's one implication. And watch by tonight. You'll see them uh, going on radio, television, and so on. But let's, let's now come to the international ones. Israel is so busy with the war that I'm not sure if they will re- um, react swiftly and if, if the response will, will come swiftly. It will come from the ambassador and the foreign ministry itself. But down the line, and and let me uh, just finally use an interesting analogy um, for you. You and I have discussed this on other uh, platforms. Um, uh, Remember the debate about Goa? (laughs) When when the debate was, if we get kicked uh, kicked, uh, out of Goa, um, how many billions we lost and how many jobs we lost and so on. And, 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 I, and, I, and you can almost replace now um, the, the, the phrase and acronym AGOA, Africa Growth and Opportunities Act, with, with Israel, right? In other words, we're going to see the same kind of scaremongering. Some of, the, some of them will not be scaremongering. Some of them will really um, show that they will take action against um, uh, South Africa. It's clear that there are skirmishes and tensions that have developed since Lady R. Israel is going to accentuate them. The only difference is Lady R was a South African exclusive issue. Um, in, in the Israel case, I conclude by saying to you, uh, whenever this war ends and the longer it goes on, and the Prime Minister, uh, affectionately known as Bibi Netanyahu, said, um, he's in for the long haul. Israel is going back to the days of becoming one of the most ostracized, isolated states in the world. Thanks so much for your time, Professor Chris Landsberg, Chair of African Diplomacy and Foreign Policy at the University of Johannesburg. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.